Mind Your Energy is for you, the woman who is ready to break up with the busy life to reclaim a vibrant, full one. Fuel your motivation, mind, and heart with stories and strategies to confidently show up as your best self. I'm Mary Zargarian, a certified life and mindset coach, NLP, EFT, and Reiki practitioner. As Mindset Mary, I'll be bringing you conversations around mindset, self-love, energy mastery, and personal growth. Together, we will let go of perfectionism, self-doubt, and burnout to live a life of more confidence, alignment, and fun. Are you ready for what comes next? Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to Mind Your Energy Podcast. I'm so excited to have my friend, Elaine Sarah Leak. I love saying like your full name, <laughs> Elaine Sarah Leak, with me this week because we're going to be talking all about the law of polarity. But before we do, Elaine, please do us the pleasure and introduce yourself to everyone. Oh, what a warm welcome. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> so yes, I am Elaine Sarah Leek and I'm a mindset and authenticity coach and I help soul-led coaches align their mindset and their energy so that they can show up more authentically and more powerfully for their clients. So essentially I help them get their heads right so they can show up better. <laughs> oh, I love that. And <laughs> I want to talk before we like wrap up today, like I'm putting a pin in it. I want to make sure we talk a little bit about what it is that you do for coaches, um, what your sessions are like, because I'm sure it's going to be something new. And because this is mind your energy podcast, I think it's so relevant for people who are listening. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. <laughs> okay, great. So let's just jump in real quick. So law of polarity, what is it? What does it mean? How does it show up? Tell us oh, all the is, things. <laughs> I tell you what, this is so delicious. <laughs> I started talking about this um, just yesterday. I was recording an episode for my new podcast and talking about authenticity and the fact that you can't be authentic without knowing what fake is, right? So, um, you know, everything in, in life, in nature has duality. So good, bad, you can't have one without the other. You can't appreciate one without knowing what the other is or what it's like, right? So, you know, the two poles, north and south, east and west, depending <laughs> what direction you're facing, um, you know, attraction, disconnection, happiness, sadness, yin, yang, all, all the things, right? Um, everything has an, an opposite and everything is dual at the same time. So it allows us, like I said, to experience the highs and the lows and appreciate both of them. And essentially by doing that, you can experience life like at more full, essentially, like a more full experience of this life that we're living in this human experience, right? Um, so, you know, that um, Newton's third law and how every, for every action, there's an opposite um, or equal reaction, right? So essentially just diving further into the fact that there is a negative and a positive. And, you know, the, the thing that I focus on most is um, when I'm thinking about this this law is the masculine and the feminine energies and how we can balance those because I for one I always sort of default to masculine energy because I feel like that that means I'm doing something but it doesn't actually serve me well when I don't have my feminine energy balance so that's something that I've personally been working on um, and and so yeah, that's how I, I teach my clients being able to nurture both of those energies and and using the law of polarity to do that and appreciate both of those um, so yeah, that, that's my understanding of it. I love that. And I, there is like, there's always, we talk about like the limiting beliefs and mindsets, but we also talk about like empowering ones and just immediately figuring out how to shift your energy, how to shift your mindset in order to 
find perspective, for mm -hmm. example. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything specific that you do when you find yourself kind of in that negative, like in, in the dark place, in the dark place, <laughs> in the shadows. The shadows. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Speaking I, of like, I let a match. <laughs> like I turn on the lights, Mary. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, change the globe. <laughs> no, I think, um, you know, a lot I, one of my friends recently said to me, um, which I absolutely love, she quoted someone to me, don't ask me who, but what you learn in the dark helps you to find the light, helps you see the light. And I think it's such a powerful thing to not freak out when you're in the dark. <laughs> a lot of, you know, when you're growing up, you're scared of the dark, you have the nightlight, but there is so much power in the dark because you can figure out, okay, what, for me, when I'm in the dark, I, instead of freaking out and looking for a light, I just take a moment, a hot second to pause and think, okay, what is this trying to teach me? Not like, how do I get out of this? And like, what are the strategies that I need to implement and all the things? Just yeah. what do I need to learn in this space? And I think that for me is the most empowering thing because it brings back control to, to me and my being like, okay, I'm in the dark, but I can also get myself out of this. And even if it's not instantaneous, it's like, okay, I have the power because I'm asking the question. So yeah, yeah that, that's a really powerful thing for me. Yeah. And I love, I mean, the very practical like purpose behind law of polarity too is in business, we quote unquote have like failed launches and products that we put out there where we don't get like the end result that we're looking for. Right. And I like the whole like growth mindset behind it's not a failure. It's a learning opportunity. Like what mm -hmm. is the lesson in this yeah. experience that I can take away from this? And I think that connects so well to what you just shared. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, like I've been there, right? The failed launches, the failed programs. I've announced I'm doing this program and, and then you get crickets and it's okay yeah. because that's, it's all data. If you take, um, if you stop taking it personal and just remove yourself, just like just one or two steps back and think, okay, it's just data. What am I, what am I, again, trying, what do I need to learn from this? And you just take in the data without the, the personal parts. It's much yeah. easier to see, okay, how can I grow from this? What, what did people like? What did people not like? How can I grow? How can I expand? How can I scrap uh, this and start again? <laughs> yes. And with that, like, do you have an example, either a personal example of yourself or one of the clients that you worked with in your business where you've seen the law of polarity show up? Oh, yes. <laughs> so like, uh, every day. Uh, like, where do I begin? <laughs> I mean, I can speak to my own experience with the council come home with this, with this law, but I did have one client. Um, she, she's a, an incredible productivity coach, right? Like blows my mind, the amount of stuff that she can get done. But when she came to me, um, she was very similar to me. And I think that's why I resonate with her story so much. And it sticks with me because I see myself or I saw myself in her a lot. Um, so she was very much in her masculine, you know, all about productivity. Do, 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 action, yeah. action, action, right? How come every time like, we okay. do that, we're like both like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is what happens. <laughs> uh, and anyway, so she, I can't help but speak with my hands, so I have to do this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she was very um, essentially 
burnt out and exhausted and tired when she got to me because she didn't have any kind of balance with her feminine energy. She was all in her masculine. She was in this, um, stuck in this repeating cycle of um, go, 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 burn and crash, go, 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 burn and crash. So when she got to me, she's like, help. I just, I can't, I can't keep going the way I'm going, but it's all I know. It's all I know how to do. I know how to take action. I know how to bounce back from it, but it's like getting harder and harder every time when I bounce back because just getting tired, right? There is no, there's no balance whatsoever. So what we did together was we basically took a massive step back from the masculine. Like she was so in it. She just needed to come right out and play in the feminine. And when I say play in the feminine, I basically am talking about falling in love with your business. So we came up with so many ideas together and so many parts of her business that she was like, I really love doing this. I really hate doing this, but this is the one, the masculine one that she continued to do because she knew how to do it. She knew how to execute it. Whereas if she was thinking about, you know, so for instance, she um, had a membership and she had self-study courses and she had one-on-one coaching she loved her one-on-one coaching because she was able to be free in it like and flow in it because one-on-one is very much unique it's tailored to that individual person you can't necessarily script and plan out the whole program because who knows when you're gonna what you're gonna get when the when the client pops up on the other side you just get to be present in it yeah and she thrived in it she didn't even realize how much she thrived in it so she was focusing on that, you know, um, recurring income, the, the monthly membership from people, the self-study courses, the, the things that she could put her masculine energy in completely. And she was starting to hate it. So we just stepped back from everything. It was like, what do you love? Why do you love your business? And came back to her, why? Why did you start this? We asked yeah. her the, the masculine questions to get a feminine answer out of it, if that kind of makes sense. We played around yeah. with it a little bit. Um, and then when, once we knew what she loved about her business, we did more of that. So she basically, it sounds really simple, but to accommodate her very masculine mind, we, I got her to write down, tell me, list out all the things you love and list out all the things that you hate. And we picked more from the list that she loved and implemented more and created programs around what she loved to do more and offers around that so you know at, at, by the end of like our, our time together she dropped her membership completely she dropped her um she dropped two of her self-study courses and left one that she still really loved and she was leaning more and more and more into her feminine flow and so she had more one-on-one clients and she was bringing like the final month we worked together was her biggest month um, in, in income revenue, which was so beautiful. Cause I was like, yeah. look at your feminine flow. And so you had the balance of the two. She had a, a little bit of the, the masculine, but more feminine just to balance out like where she had been. Cause she was so yeah. like this. And so it just equaled things out a little bit and yeah. And now yeah. she's like just crushing it. Like, can you come and help me now? <laughs> My productivity. <laughs> Well, it's so interesting because there's like, we all know the reference to zone of genius, right? Like the things yeah. that really light you up and that you love and people come to you and ask you questions, but people mistaken the zone of confidence. Oh yeah. And uh, what is it? Confidence and competency. I think the things that you're really good at, they come natural to you. People come to you for, but they don't light you up. And so like in that example, I was thinking like her membership, like it was her competency. It's the thing she knew how to do and do well. 
And she just yeah. kept doing them, but it wasn't her zone of genius. It wasn't the thing that was really giving her purpose and fulfillment. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was dragging her down. It was, she, oh. it became icky for her, which is like, well, yeah. it works and I know it does. And, but like, even my face, I, it, I know, like, like talking about it, that was her face. She was like, yeah, but it worked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Making all these weird sounds <laughs> and pulling all these faces. Like, I'm like, that sounds great. You're really selling me. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, okay. And it's funny how our body um, language will communicate for us before like our mind catches up to it. And you're like, I'm just going to like play this back to you you don't look like you enjoy this at all she's like I really don't <laughs> and so, I have this membership yeah I'm like you should buy it no <laughs> well it's hard to like I've had conversations with people this year it's hard to close down an offer in your business that is doing well that is profitable even if it's something that you don't love doing it's still a hard decision to make and it might be the right decision to make, right? So you can enjoy putting your energy into things like your one-on-ones and that mm-hmm. scenario. Um, because trust me, like energetically, people are picking up that it's not what you oh, love yeah. to do. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Oh, I, I had a similar experience, but like the opposite. So I was offering my like room healing sessions as part of my private client experience, but I wasn't focusing on them as an individual session or as a program on their own. And I was talking to my own coach about it and she's like, so do you do these like exclusively? Huh? No, like, (laughs) like I just had this moment of like, why have I not thought about this before? I call them like stupidity moments. Stupidity like, oh, (laughs) Oh, right. It's that easy. (laughs) It's just like, I can see how much they light you up. Why are you doing more of them? Uh, oh okay yeah I'm just gonna go and I'll be back (laughs) (laughs) and yeah and that in itself has changed my personal business like exponentially it's it's insane so yeah just the I think the key is with balancing that is, is doing more of what you love and if you can't see the way just like ask somebody because it, I can guarantee you someone else on the outside can see what lights you up sometimes we get so stuck in the business that we can't or in our heads or in our lives or whatever that we can't see the wood from the trees type thing yeah and it could be just as simple as that like write out a list everything that you do what do you love what do you not love okay do you need to keep doing this can you outsource it can you find someone who loves doing that to help you grow your business aka reach out to mary yes yes mary (laughs) help me (laughs) but like the way that you're doing it today doesn't have to be the only way I think we get so stuck on strategies and, oh, all of the big names out there are saying like, this is the way to do it, that we get frustrated with ourselves energetically. We're like, why, why isn't this working for me? Yeah, absolutely. Because we're, we're almost um, conditioned to think that like the copy and paste strategy is what works. Like your strategy should work for me and mine should work for you. Uh, No, that's crap. (laughs) It It doesn't work. You have to find a strategy that's aligned with your unique individual energy because if you're um just copying and pasting your coaches or their coaches strategy their energy and their mindset could be completely in a different place than yours so of course it's not going to work so yeah you can have all the strategy in the world but if you don't have the right energy behind it like you know that (laughs) it's not going to get you anywhere dizzy. Yeah, I know. I even followed one coach, um, who earlier in the year was teaching one strategy and like halfway through the year, she was like, I changed. She's like, I've changed. My life circumstances have changed and my perspective on this has changed. And so she's teaching a whole different 
side of it. And that's okay. That's good for her. But if you were someone who's always going to take what people out there are saying at face value and be like, okay, I'm going to implement, give me the checklist, give me all the things I'm going to just do it your way. When things change, you're going to be confused. You're like, okay, your business is always going to be trying to follow the trends as opposed to saying, okay, what is right for me? What is right for what I'm doing, who I'm serving? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You have to come back to what's true to you and your own message. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be authentic. Yes, you do, Mary. (laughs) So real quick, let's do a plug since we just did that. So Elaine just released her own podcast as well. And I want to make sure we do a plug for it so I can make sure I link to it in the show notes. Why don't you tell everybody the name of your podcast? Amazing. Thank you, Mary. My gosh, it's still like, (laughs) I'm still buzzing from the fact that I have a podcast, (laughs) but it's called the Authentic Alignment Podcast. And it's essentially where I'm sharing tips, tricks, guidance on how to be your truest and most authentic self so that you can show up powerfully whether that's for your clients or whether that's for your family and friends essentially it all starts with you and if you can't find your authentic message then everything else is going to struggle so coming back to you and your message and your authentic self like creates such ripples and waves in your life and (laughs) so yeah that's where I'm sharing all the things about authenticity and bearing your soul Oh, okay. I'm going to make sure that's one of the links that we link to. So everybody go Absolutely. check out Elaine's episode. Um, your episode last week, I did listen in and I just love how you just share your story and you just open up about it. And, and uh, before we hit record on this episode, I even told Elaine, like I hardly edit much of my episodes anymore. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Elaine last week in her episode, she made a point to say, I'm not going to edit this. I'm going to hit record and we're just going to have a conversation. Yeah. And this is because- what you get everybody. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. I think it's so important because um, number one, I don't know how, how <laughs> maybe I am uh, like some kind of secret podcast editor and I don't even know how good my skills are yet. Maybe, but the chances are not. And the, the, the thing is about being authentic is you can't edit. Like when you and I are having a conversation yeah. that's not recorded or really when it's recorded as well, we're, we're not editing what we say. It's you get what you see or you see what you get or whatever that's saying. Yeah. I always muck that up. Um, but you can't chop and change or, you know, oh, I shouldn't have said that or what, what do people think? Yeah. When you get stuck in that, what do people think or fear of judgment, all these other fears open up and you're sort of, exposing yourself to falling down all the spirals of perfectionism. I'm like, I'm not about that. I don't have time for that. Sorry. (laughs) This is me. How's it going? (laughs) I used to be a big time perfectionist. I even have a podcast episode on it. So I'll link to that. Um, How I recognized my patterns of perfectionism and how I realized it was not doing me any service in life, career, business, all of that. So I'll link to that. But anyways, we're digressing. I love taking us on a tangent. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so definitely check out her podcast episode from last week, but let's bring it back to the law of polarity. Yes. So what are, we talked about a couple of things, but what are like three recommendations you have for anyone listening today who is like, okay, I get it. There are opposites. There's masculine, feminine, there's good, there's bad, there's shadow, there's light. How do I get more perspective and integrate this more into my life or business. Yeah. So there's, I mean, we're talking masculine action steps. That's my thing, right? <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all for this. I think um, the first thing that I would recommend is, is, I mean, I'm about to say, and it already, it feels kind of cliche, but it's not, it's, it's really not. And it, it's journaling. 
and I know people talk about journaling till the cows come home about how amazing it is and wonderful and I mean I've sat there many times going uh-huh yeah journal okay cool tick <laughs> like I've been there I swear like I've been there you journal but every morning right every morning and even like even when I don't feel like it sometimes I'll just open the journal and be like I don't feel like it <laughs> and and that in itself is enough to give me a nudge of okay, so what do I feel like doing today? And that activates my feminine energy. All right, I want to I want to like lay in the sun and stare at the clouds today. I want to go to Sephora and buy a bunch of new things. <laughs> I've got the best skincare today because I am in my feminine flow today. And yeah, I just basically with my journaling, I set my intention. Okay, what is it that I need in my life and how can I balance it or in my day rather? Um, how can I balance it today? Because if you um, know that you've got a really busy day, for me, that's like, okay, masculine activated. Well, here I am. I've got five things I need yeah. to get done. And my feminine would essentially fall behind for that. So if I know when I'm journaling, I've got a big day ahead, I'm going to write in there what my intentions are for bringing my feminine in. So taking oh. a long walk between meetings or um, making sure that I you know, go and do some grounding in between clients, whatever it might be. If I do that at the beginning of my day, I know that I'm going to have balance as I, as I go through it, no matter what comes up. And that for me is so centering. I mean, yeah. I, I, I have power in that because I know that I can, I have the control. If, if things get out of balance, I know what to pick from to, to even the scales out, I suppose. Oh, it sounds cliche, so good. <laughs> no, it's so good. But, yeah, yeah. I think journaling um, people talk about it a lot. And people overlook it a lot as well. And yeah, like I said, I've been one of those people. And But once you find a practice that works for you, you know, you might not be a morning journaler. You could be a 2 p.m. or 2 a.m. journaler, whatever works for you. Yeah. If you find a practice, the thing is just be consistent with it until it becomes a habit. And then if you miss a day, you're like, oh, okay. You might find yourself out of whack during the day because you haven't set that intention at the beginning or whatever, whatever yeah. time of day that you do that. Um, so yeah, number one, journaling, absolutely journaling. <laughs> number two would be um so again playing with the masculine and feminine energy but treating those energies like the way i like to describe it is treating them like dance partners right so this mm -hmm. life that we're in we're not it's not a solo act right we we're in this with our energy and their partners so learning how to dance with those energies so part of that is writing things out so if you're very much in your masculine you can use that masculine energy to find your feminine so find things that you love doing. Basically what I was saying with the journaling is listing out the things you can combine the two, listing out the things that light you up and give you energy and make you feel like oh, delicious. Well. <laughs> I'm like dancing here. But like butter. Like, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just, oh, wit. <laughs> Just like really, yeah, creamy. I've got all the thoughts going, but yeah. like really like feminine really flowy and that's not like oh I'm gonna go and get my hair done and do my makeup no it could just be you know taking 10 minutes in the middle of the day to sit quietly with your thoughts to go and stretch to meditate to stare at the sky something really really simple for me to find that balance in my day is literally just staring at the sky <laughs> it sounds really simple but I think we can get so caught up in rituals and routines and things being a certain way that yeah. if they're so rigid, for me, if they're too masculine, if they're too rigid, I just won't do them. And then I'm way too much in my feminine. So I've got no balance again, but in the opposite direction. So keeping things simple, finding things that light you up, but keeping it simple. So yeah, yeah. dancing with your, with your dance partners, 
the energy is there. Yeah. <laughs> My husband's going to come out later and I'm going to be like, don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> Just singing away. Um, and then, okay, the third thing I would say is, um, for me, I create a ritual around reviewing so reviewing my my energy throughout the week so on a Friday I generally don't do a lot of um work on a Friday I try and take it off for like date day pamper day whatever um but in the morning I always sit down and I'll do a little review of the week like was I really my masculine energy this week how did that work out how could I improve next week how could I bring in more feminine or vice versa was I way 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 over on the feminine side and I got nothing done in my business uh okay maybe maybe we need to bring in a couple of like systems or (laughs) we need to go and talk to Mary (laughs) and, and find out how I can make automations work for me when I'm too in my feminine flow so I just yeah, I, I, I take Friday mornings as like a review and reassess and um, yeah, basically set my intentions ready for the next week and to give it another crack. If anybody, so you probably freeform that experience, right? Like you're just so natural now at doing that on Fridays for yourself, reviewing, like looking back at your energy at what you were able to get done, what was challenging. But if anybody needs a little more structure, <laughs> of course I'm bringing like the mask. I have a system for that. Um, <laughs> One thing that I recommended to people when I was in my corporate role was like set a little reminder on yourself, like on your calendar to block off time to actually like do that review. Mm -hmm. Don't just put like an appointment on your calendar, like in the description, you can write out some of those questions that you want to just keep asking yourself. Like, how did you feel? Like, what were you able to get done? Like what felt good? What didn't feel good? Um, So that's a simple way. But if you actually need like a paper planner, the focus planner is really good. And so I'll link to that as a good resource. um, Cause it does, it has like a weekly review section every week to help you just process. Yeah, that's perfect. And I think if I'm thinking back when I first started doing that, I had like, I had questions that I would sit down and, um, and write, and I have completely forgotten that you're right. Like it's so free flowing now that it's because it's a habit. I just do that. But yeah, when you're first starting out, something like that is, is perfect. So that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was number two, number three, that was number three. Number Number two was (laughs) dancing. Don't forget the dance. dancing. I'm all about the dance. I shouldn't make dancing. Sorry, it was one. just so much fun that I like glanced over. I was like, oh yeah, we're You're dancing right on until like number two. <laughs> yeah, so number one was journaling. Number two yeah. was dance with your energies. Figure out like what brings you joy in your business or your life and do more of that and play, like bringing that play yeah. into your into your days or, or your life, right? And then three was always review. <laughs> yeah, like check in with yourself. Check yeah, it's in so with yourself. important. Yeah. It's so important. I think we, like, we can do good. And like, we're always checking in on the masculine, like what's the progress of all of the stuff I'm working in. But to Lane's point, like checking in on your feminine energy, like, how did I feel? Did that feel good? Or did that feel like a struggle? Why? Yeah. Just trying to like understand yourself a little bit more. So next week you're not like rinsing and repeating, right. The same process if it's not good. Um, yeah. Yeah, Especially if it didn't work either. You don't want to keep repeating that. Right. Like, oh, right. Yeah. Talk about like a pattern you don't want to keep. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. break that right there. <laughs> so real quick, because I said that this is something we want to come back to rim healing. Can you explain to us, like you said that this was something that even your coach was like, is this something exclusively that you focus on for your clients? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? What do people get out of it? I want to introduce my audience to it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So rim R I M stands for regenerating images in memory. And 
it's essentially the way I like to describe it is it's an interactive meditation. So it's not hypnotherapy. It's not straight guided meditation. It's this beautiful blend or blended technique of something in between. So you basically were tapping into the subconscious to, to uncover limiting beliefs, blocks, heal trauma, um, figure out what the root cause of any patterns are and rewrite that. So rewrite emotional memories, basically. And you go into a, uh, like a meditative state and I facilitate or guide you down the road that you choose. So yeah. as, as the client, you are in complete control. You're aware of what's going on. You have complete control. Unlike, you know, hypno where you could possibly be clucking like a chicken. In- <laughs> I mean, maybe not. <laughs> But that's like where my mind automatically goes to. But yeah, essentially you choose the road that you go down and I guide you along the way. And I kind of like to think of myself as um, like the bumper bars on a, on a bowling alley so that you don't go into the gutters. Like I've got you, like, you know, I keep yeah. you on the, on the straight and narrow, so to speak. Um, and you can have array of different kind of experiences, right? You could be laughing through your whole session or you could be, you know, quite emotional and having tears throughout it. It just, it's very different for every person and it's different every time as well, depending on what it is that you need to work on or what it is that you need to uncover, even if you don't know what that is. I kind of, um, another way I like to think of it is your mind or your subconscious mind is like this, this, like this hallway or this corridor, right? With all these doors, like just lined up like this and when we go in we're basically opening one door and going to the next and you might only have three doors and you're like oh let's get in let's do the work but you might have 27 doors that we need to unlock before we get in it just depends on where you're at and what you're ready to do and that's the beauty of it is you have the power and you have the control to decide that this is as far as I'm prepared to go today and then you could do another session in a month or in a week and be like all right I'm ready to go deeper let's do it so that, that's the beauty of it you have so much yeah power in your own healing journey oh okay I I need one of those I'm probably gonna need a few of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean that's the like it's it's such a um unique experience like there's yeah. there's elements of it that you will recognize and there's parts of it that you'll be like I don't even know how I got there but I'm so glad that I did like I've had yeah. um like obviously I've had many sessions myself and one of them was <laughs> I'll never forget this one. I went in thinking, all right, I am, I'm wanting to work on my money mindset. Let's go in. All right. Went into the session. I ended up speaking to, that's the thing. (laughs) That's the thing. (laughs) Things come to you in strange formats sometimes, and you just have to be open to it. So I ended up speaking to a strawberry named George about my self-worth nothing to do with money mindset but I went deep and I was like let's go and my brain or my subconscious mind was like you like strawberries strawberries are safe this is how we're going to come to you so you feel like it's safe to talk about your worth to me I don't know who George is but that's how my mind was presenting it so that I felt safe enough to go deep and do the healing it's wild (laughs) now we talked I went through a program myself, I want to say about a year ago, where we talked about like fears we have in business and giving it, giving your fear, like a character, like personifying it. And I had one client who was thinking of, um, do you watch Harry Potter? I have. Yeah. Okay. I haven't. 
but apparently there's a character that's like sobbing in the bathroom, like moaning Myrtle. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. <laughs> I can't oh, okay. point a movie to save myself, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was going to say, like, I think there's a character in the, and she said, yeah, her fear is moaning Myrtle. Like, woe is me. I'm always stuck in the bathroom, whatever that character does. I know. Horrible. I haven't watched. No judgment. No judgment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but to come up with something, like, I think my fears, I called it piglets. Piglet is always like, always piglet from Winnie the Pooh. If anybody's not getting the reference, like if you're not getting the reference, it's probably because you're too young. Yeah. I don't want to shame you. You're not too young. You're probably younger than I am. But in Winnie the Pooh, there was a like, little character piglet, like the little pig, but he was always like up for the adventure, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay. Like, but he would always be hesitant and everything. And so I named my fear piglet. Cause it was like, a silly little I character like that, that you're like oh you cute little piglet thank yeah. you for pointing out that that could happen we're gonna go anyways like yeah oh I really yeah, like so. that that's cool yeah so to to talk to your self-worth and money mindsets as a strawberry named George doesn't actually sound crazy to me okay good I like that <laughs> yeah. I'm like hmm I wonder who pop up in my rim healing session yeah you never know <laughs> I know you never know that's so interesting because I'm a Reiki practitioner myself like I haven't done it in a number of months now because I've been leaning more into like the system side but um that is something that I would do like to tie it all back to the law of polarity and masculine, feminine. I, if I knew I was going to have a crazy hectic day, I would do my daily prep, my journaling and my Reiki every morning to get me ready for that. Get me grounded and say like, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Okay. Like let's prep ourselves for the day. Let's let's all right. Put me in coach. I'm ready. (laughs) Yes. We got it. Oh, this was awesome. Yeah. So the law of polarity, like to summarize it, like everything has an opposite. There's ups and downs, good and bad. There's always like an equal and opposite. Yeah. That was yeah. Newton's law. Like every, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. Um, and it just, it shows up in everything, everything that we do every day, life, business, it doesn't matter what it is. So it's just yeah. recognizing like if you're in one and it doesn't feel good, like think like what would be the opposite of this? What is something that I actually enjoy doing? Why am I not doing more of that? And just leaning into that a little bit more. And trust me, life is going to be a lot more enjoyable when you do. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's that oh, lane. Yeah. It's all in the lane. <laughs> <laughs> lean I thought you said it's all in a lane. I was like, yes, oh, it is. <laughs> oh, let's do that. I like that. New tagline. <laughs> it's all in the lane. <laughs> Oh, this was so much fun, Elaine. Like if yes, anyone wants you. to reach out to you and like book a rim healing session or just like follow your journey in more, how can they find you? Yeah. So I spend probably too much, but most of my time over on Instagram. So you can find me at Elaine Sarah Leek. And yeah, I've got links on my, on, in my bio there to my website. If you want more information, um, I've got questions and answers about the rim healing sessions for my page as well um but like the easiest way is just to shoot me a dm and i love answering questions and talking to people and connecting so yeah find me there yeah all right everybody well elaine thank you so much for thank joining you so much, us Mary. this was delicious <laughs> this was so much fun i'm glad we we got to do this because like elaine and i have been connected in like planning for this session for a little while so i woke up this morning i was like today is the day <laughs> yes me too <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm so happy that we got to start off the day on such a high note 
That's such yes, a good energy. Too. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody. And I will go ahead and link in the show notes and the description to the YouTube video where you can watch this in action or back on to iTunes, Spotify, and all those good things. If you want to just listen in. Thanks everyone. If you liked today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review. This will help me know what topics are really resonating with you and make sure I'm lining up more great things as we go along.